Hi everyone, you're listening to The Short Stuff on Crickcast Pod, the shorter form content hosted by me, Sam Crick, that sometimes welcomes guests on to talk about the world of athletics, how the sport can be improved, and perhaps some athlete gossip. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe. And before we begin, here's an example of what you can expect from this episode. If someone tells you that you're not old enough to do something, tell them to do one. Hi everyone, Sam here, Critcast Pod, wearing merch, which I'm just really happy about. Got a new logo recently and I was literally buzzing. Thought I'd jump on quickly uh, as I've just come back from holiday and had a bit of like thinking time, basically, you know, time off work and time to think about you know, what I want to do with the podcast, what I want to do with basically what is a company pretty much um, and how I want to push it on. Uh, I think that in reality, we've seen loads going on in athletics recently that has been, you know, promoted, hasn't been promoted. And I think it's caused some frustration and, and you know, some people have been really happy with um, how how some things have gone. But I've got my, um, I've got my, my book um, full of things that I actually wanted to talk about. There was basically like a few things that, I basically thought about um, as I was on the plane on the way back, and it's always important to get it in notes. I've got them all written down here to start off with, and this is you know basically a forum for ideas to be to be shared um, equally, like to get some conversation going. If you're listening on the podcast, so like general notes, uh, you know general notes from me is that <clears throat> I'm looking to to basically do like a monthly partnership scheme. So you would have companies that. Um, exist around the country that are interested in running it can be you know your your local community groups or equally um, athletics clubs or those people that are really passionate about the sport and forward thinking that you'll want to get um, them involved and these monthly partnerships could literally be you know this month I'm working with with this company or, or this group of people who are really passionate about the sport uh, and want to push it on you know it might be a themed month as well so you know each month going forward it could have the opportunity for it to grow pretty much. And, you know, that could be organically. And I I do want it to be organic. I don't want to be spending loads of money on promotion on social media. We see loads of people that sponsor their posts and I think we all get a bit bored of it. So it's always good to, to, you know, grow your reach with people that you know are going to enjoy it um, and people that are passionate about the sport as well. So monthly partnerships is one that I thought of. Um, I won't name the, the names that I've written down, but it, it, I think a lot of them, you know, will be in the running community already um, and it would be cool to sort of partner up with them. The second thing was like, was basically just products. So, so I've got some examples right here of the products that I thought we could sort of create. And I didn't want to just do standard like merchandise. I wanted it to be athletic specific as well. Um, so these are literally just a couple of examples that I've got already. So, you know, having track tools. So I like spike keys, basically um, socks, spike bags, uh, lightweight jackets, vests, um, even with club colors. So, you know, having club um, collaborations with Critcast would be really cool. Training diaries as well with quotes from the podcast itself. So if you've got a certain athlete that has said a really cool quote, you could have that in your training diary. Calendars as well. So maybe having like an athlete per month. You could have hats, you know, either bucket hats or, or running hats gloves posters etc and even like pin holders as well that was a really random idea that i had but i assume that everyone uses pins when they go to events Uh, and then obvious obvious ones like t-shirts hoodies and things like that you know i've got um basically like winter gear that's um that i'm going to be sampling and then hopefully releasing pretty soon Uh, that's going to be really exciting because i mean it's the first time that 
I've been able to properly like give back to the listeners. So, you know, you can show your support and equally um, I can help you out with some, uh, with some proper, decent merchandise. And yeah, you know, that's something that I love doing for the, for the people that I follow in terms of like team project run um, is, you know, run by a good mate of mine, Lloyd. And I love wearing his hats um, equally like the Nelk boys. I know it's a random example, but on YouTube, like I watch them all the time uh, and I love their merch. So yeah, also basically creating like a bit more of a, of a community feel um, around the pod. Cause I think it's important that, you know, I see everyone at um, events and stuff like that. And that's really, really cool. But equally, we should be chatting about athletics if we want to, um, you know, pretty much all the time. So things like WhatsApp groups or um, Facebook programs um, would be really cool to get that involved. And, you know, I think further down the line as well, just growing it so that I feel that because I see the, the views and things like that, I don't always see like who's actually viewing it or who's listening. So I think what would be really cool is if um, we get to a point where, you know, you know who the Critcast pod listeners are. And then, you know, further down the line, we create an opportunity where, you know, we go to a certain event and you know that there's going to be a Critcast pod tent or, you know, there's going to be stuff going on. Um, because I think some of the best events that we've been to, I'm thinking back to things like English schools, where you've actually got like tents of, of stuff going on, um, photo booths, things like that. Like the, I know these are big picture ideas, but we all know the right people um, that could get involved in it. So I think that would be really, really cool. Um, and then like loads of names as well of, of people that I wanted to sort of get involved, get collabing with but also another thing was you know where could where could we actually improve the experiences at events themselves um, and so i highlighted like a few that um that we've got perhaps in the next couple of weeks watford could be like an option of you know where we actually go to an event i set up um some microphones and stuff and we just talk to people that listen to the pod or don't listen to the pod that, that love um athletics as well and what happens then is you just get this this positive conversation around athletics going um you also get you know people are actually viewing it live so that's really cool in, in the fact that, that you know they've got a part of it um, and I feel as well that each and every one of us should have the opportunity to voice our opinion on athletics um, and just give a you know rounded view of, of what everyone thinks of athletics because it's one thing me talking to you know world-class performers Olympic um, athletes but equally you know it's good to, uh, for everyone else to have their say as well um, so yeah Watford could be one I mean local meets like we've got the Blackheath relays that I'm going to be competing in in a couple of weeks time um, you know setting up stalls or just having conversations there equally if if merchandise comes out, um, giveaways and drops and stuff like that would be really, really cool. Um, and then places like Mansfield, Birmingham Relays, um, cross challenges as well. I think that this is like a big market for us as young people to actually innovate a bit more. Um, the one thing that I look at a lot is that um, we've got an aging population in the sport. The athletes are you know, in my opinion, at the core of it, equally with the with the fans of the sport. And sometimes I think it's flipped. I think it's you know, the, the organisers and um, the powers that be in the sport have actually got, you know, the most hold on it. Um, and it's not athlete centric, which I think it should be. And so when we look at like entertainment and engagement, we know that the big events around the world, like football stadiums and, you know, rugby events and cricket matches, like we've seen the format change. All of these things will be really, really good going forward for us as, um, you know, as young people, as, uh, people that are passionate about the sport to actually make a bit of a difference. So, I mean, I'm going to look into, you know, who I can actually contact to get in, to get in touch with so that I can uh, almost basically get ourselves in into places like Mansfield and just talking to athletes there as well, because, you know, the more that you get a buzz around an event, the more likely it is that the top athletes are going to want to compete 
and also um, the people that are going to want to watch. Um, so that's really exciting. Other things that I was thinking of was like English schools, even going to like Podium 5K events. I know Chris um, probably watches this, which is awesome. Um, and you've got a lot of time to, you know, not a lot of time to kill, but a lot of time to work with in terms of what you can actually do in the future. So yeah, and, and the main aim around the, the sort of WhatsApp group and the community is to actually grow a group of, um, of passionate, informed and forward thinking um, athletics fans. So, you know, what I, what I really want to avoid is that sort of negative view of like, I was around a runner who like, let's be honest, everyone knows this is the most ridiculous thing that um, has ever happened to athletics really, um, arguably, but like you, you look at it, you look at the comments and it's so negative. I mean, there's so many people in the sport that love the sport that should be promoting it, that that should have a platform to do it. So, you know, that's the sort of main aim um, looking at with uh, those forward thinking people. And then like this, the final things was basically just in any business, you actually need to, you know, understand your brand values and understand what the important parts of, of your business will be. So I want to look at things that Critcast might be uh, like for or against. So what are we pro and con? And then obviously if, if you're involved in that as well, then that's really cool because um, it just shows we've got that those same ideas. And equally, I want to hear what you guys believe in so that, that I can get on board of it as well. Um, so the one thing that I think we're really for um, and pro is like personal promotion of, of athletes. So actually giving them a platform that um, that they can benefit from um, rather than maybe getting negative comments from journalists all over the all over the country that might be um, negative creating those relationships with forward-thinking athletes and uh, forward-thinking fans as well so those that actually want to make a difference to the sport that have ideas they then um, are able to share them uh, and then you know for me I think disruption is quite a key word and it usually has like negative connotations so if you think of any any word with you know the word uh, eruption in it uh, erupt or bankrupt or um, you know, corrupt, like all of these things are very negative. Um, whereas, you know, I think disruptive is actually, or disruption is actually like a, a positive term for me. And I think for us to be able to disrupt athletics as a sport is is really going to make a difference. And then inspiring those people as well who see that to also make a difference in their uh, in their local space, like let's say in their grassroots area, et cetera, et cetera. So again, these are just ideas that are sort of coming up at the top of my head of what the importance is. Um, so, you know, supporting those athletes again through promotion is going to be massive. Um, but then what am I against as well? I'm, I'm As a person, I'm, I'm not really the sort of uh, type to, you know, confront people or make loads of controversial um, choices. But I also think it's, you know, if you stand for something, then you also stand against other things, right? And they sometimes can be the opposite, but equally there might be a few extra things. So, one thing that, that I saw at the Olympic trials was like out of date processes and out of date events as well, you know, running um, events to a timetable that just doesn't fit um, like our habits. Now, you know, you've got 15 second um, videos on TikTok going viral and you've got cricket changing their format to, you know, a hundred, um, hundred balls instead of like in 2020, which was a, you know, an adaptation on, on the main um, like international series. So, you know, actually looking at, how we run athletics meets and how we can improve it because you know some of them are so boring to watch and that's from someone that actually loves watching athletics so make it exciting basically um and then other things is like negative views of athletes that are clean and making change um so we've seen often like journalists a lot of sort of media will actually look 
to find these these negative outlets and, and publish it. I mean, we've seen it with Andy Butchart, we've seen it with um, Oliver Dustin as well, and equally with a lot of other athletes as well. That for for some examples, it's just ridiculous that things like that gets that get put out, barely any consequences. But you know, negative stuff about athletes that are making change and you know, pretty much some of them stopping day jobs so that they can, you know, pursue these dreams is, is huge. So yeah, that's one thing I'm definitely against. And then shocking interview questions. I think I'm pretty open about this. Like I don't, I don't claim to be the best interviewer in, in the world, um, you know, nowhere near, but equally, I think that, I think we all cringe at some of the questions that get asked and the athletes as well. I mean, they are in it, um, you know, for the love of the sport, but also they're going to want to make a living because if they can just um, support themselves financially, then they're going to be able to keep running. So, you know, when they get questions that are just so standard and you don't get the, the right answers out of them and by right answers, I mean like the personal side of, of the athlete and, and, you know, almost have a laugh with them, um, which is what I love doing. So shocking interview questions is something that I'm definitely against. And then, the next one is around the following phrases. If someone tells you that you're not experienced enough or you're too young to do something. It's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, from our point of view, as fans of the sport and athletes, we know we should know the sport better than um, than anyone else. And also, you know, we've got people, yes, that have um, been in the sport for many years. They've seen, you know, the rise and fall of, of Olympic athletes and stuff like that. But, you know, the reality is, we're very entertainment based. Like if you want to get people watching the sport, then you need to entertain them. Um, and as young people, as creative people, you know, I feel like there's going to be a massive influx of people starting creative businesses and also like a really creative outlet of athletics. So if someone tells you that you're not old enough to do something, um, just politely tell them to do one. Um, and equally, if you're like, you're not experienced enough, I mean, like, arguably I'm not experienced in podcasting, but as soon as you've done one podcast, you're more experienced than, than someone else that hasn't done a pod. So, um, so yeah. And then uh, the fact that athletes and fans are the most important part of the sport. This is something that, um, uh, or sorry, this is something that I'm for. Um, and I think that it, it should be at its core. I was talking to, you know, an official recently at the, at the British champs and, and they said that, you know, without the officials, the sport wouldn't run. And I said, well, let's take a step back because without athletes and without, um, and without the uh, supporters, the, the sport would be even more on its ass. Um, so that was really interesting. And then, yeah, investing. One thing that I'm against is like investing in like paying people before you've actually entertained fans. So, you know, some people in the, um, in the athletics world, actually, you know, they, they make uh, a, a full-time living, like a salary, off um, running these events and let's be honest most of them are piss poor so it's bet it would be better if we invested money into actually you know making the event better itself attracting new fans um, there's been some controversial conversations like in forums and stuff about the fact that got uh, sort of the governments of athletics like the authorities they're not really interested in getting new fans which i just think is mental because like there's so many people that would watch uh, athletics if they knew how um, how exciting it was but yeah I've rambled on a bit, but they're literally just some notes that I had in my, you know, my little notebook. And I want to keep the conversation going. I want it, you know, to be exciting for people that in the next coming months, um, as we go into the cross season, some road races and stuff like that, maybe some finishing track as well, that, you know, we get these conversations going because it is exciting to talk about. Athletics is 
uh, a very, very cool sport. And there's opportunity for young people to make a massive difference. I mean, you know, I'm 21 years old and within the last year and a half, I've gone from being, you know, a very, very standard uh, club runner to be known by a lot of people around the country. Now, I'm not um, I'm not interested too much in the in the recognition, but what I do want is to make that change in the sport. So, you know, if, if that comes of it, then fantastic. If not, I don't work off recognition. I work off, um, you know, adding value to as many listeners as possible, getting on good guests. And at the end of the day, in a selfish way, I like spending an hour with an athlete and to talk about their whole life. Um, I mean, I thought about it recently. You don't get to talk to even your friends possibly for an hour without interruption about their whole life. So, you know, that's what really excites me about podcasts. But yeah, one of the other offerings that I was thinking of was if you are looking to start a podcast. So a lot of people, you know, have the problem of they've got loads of ideas. They're really inspired to, to talk about something and passionate about a, a certain project but they don't have the steps in place to actually to actually start that podcast. Um, so, you know, an offer that, that I'd love to put out if you want to DM me or anything like that, you know, I will walk you through that process um, and I'll take you through that process and, and show you exactly how you can start your own podcast. And, you know, within an hour um, on a Zoom call or even in person, if you're sort of nearby um, or even at a, at a meet, we can go through that, that process for yourself um, and actually look at how you can start your own podcast. Because um, I think, you know, for me, it's, been awesome um absolutely loving it and you know it'll only continue from here so yeah other mentions is obviously merch so if you want some merch message me um privately i'm going to try and get some websites sorted and some distribution going so without further ado i hope everyone has a great day might be watching the paris diamond league right now so i hope you're enjoying that and yeah from me sam crick um i hope that you know you will have a fantastic day i look forward to catching up with everyone soon and, and let me know which events you're at so that i can i can come and have a have a chat with everyone right in a bit